Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. We're going to start off by talking about early Christians and their marketing schemes. It's true. I mean, the reason we're celebrating Easter today was that the early Christian leaders decided they would be more effective if they lined up some of the Christian rituals with the, the pagan and, uh, and earth-based um, uh, sects at the time. And so you might think, well, what does Jesus have to do with the first full moon after the solstice? Well, not a whole lot. <laughs> But I will tell you, it's an excellent and auspicious time for planting your crops. And so what a better symbol of new life and resurrection the early Christian leaders felt is timing this with the, so you get your, your celebration of new life and you get your farmer's almanac kind of, kind of at the same time. Now, I, I, you might wonder, well, where are you going with this? And, uh, and the reason that I wanted to tell you a little bit about the history of Easter is it is about new beginnings. It is about resurrection. But if you think about planting in the spring, what's there to keep you from just planting the same thing that you plant every year? Do you know what I mean? Uh, spring is the invitation for new life. It is the invitation to have perhaps a personal resurrection. It is the invitation for truly something new to be experienced on the planet. But... I will tell you, those farmers of old very often just planted the same thing they planted the year before, and, uh, and their prayer was just successful at getting by. Well, the trouble with that is, do we just want to get by? Do we want to just have more of what we had last year, or maybe a slightly more successful version this year of what we experienced last year? Or are we ready for a true resurrection? Are we ready for something outrageously wonderful? I want to talk today, and in fact, we're going to celebrate at the end of, of my talk with some personal dedications. We're going to invite each one of you, there'll, there'll be three of us up here, and we'll invite each one of you to come forward, and we'll do a blessing of something that you want to experience that's new and, and wonderful in your life this year. But I, I want to just walk through this idea of, is it really new and different? Or... Are you going to be claiming something with the, the same kind of heart that you maybe wished for or hoped for that thing last year? Or is it going to be outrageous? Is it going to be something that is impressive and wonderful and we're going to move forward in true newness? We're actually going to be using a book throughout uh, this April called Breaking the Ten Commandments. And I think we'll have a little fun breaking the Ten Commandments together on sun in the safety of our, of our Sunday sanctuary. I think we'll be fine with that. Uh, but I want to start out with the very first commandment today and perhaps how we've broken it and how that relates to really claiming newness in our life. So this is from Exodus chapter 20. And Moses spoke all of these words unto, excuse me, and God spoke all of these words unto Moses. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. 
Now, some of you are going, well, okay, so we're just worshiping one God here, right? We don't have to, um, you know, have a little altar to the goddess Diana to, so that our hunting goes better, right? We don't have to have a little altar to, I don't know, to um, Bacchus so that the vineyards grow strong and so on like they did in the olden days. But yet, I wonder if we really have given up our prayers, our reliance on other things beyond the spirit that we celebrate here on Sunday. And, and I'll give an example. A friend of mine were comparing notes the other, uh, the other day. Does everyone have a bucket list? Kind of a list of those things that they're intending or hoping to do before they move on to whatever comes next after this lifetime? Well, we were comparing our lists, and, and it was interesting. She and I had some of the same things on the list. One of them was going to Machu Picchu. And, uh, and you know, just the idea of being in a kind of a transcendental place that has been on the planet, you know, in, since prehistoric times, and people have made such beautiful uh, pilgrimage to it. It really is something that I want to do in life. And so I was telling her just a little bit about, well, how I might go about that. Because, you know, you got to prepare for something like that. And she said, well, it's on my list, but I'm afraid social security is just never really going to let me get there. And it occurred to me what she was really saying, right? Well, she's on a fixed income and this costs money. And so I quizzed her a little bit about it. And I said, well, aren't you putting an awful lot of reliance for your good in life, for what you want to do in your life on just one single thing, like a check that comes once or twice a month? Isn't that... And she's like, well, that's just what I know, right? It's, it's what I understand. It's the sameness that, that is my good. You're not saying I should give up my social security check, are you? And I'm like, oh, no, not at all. But if you look above and beyond one source of income, think of the possibilities. Well, I could tell she was having trouble. And so uh, how we have guys here. Yeah, oh, actually, we have lots of guys here in the room. Do you know a guy's first instinct is to try to fix things, right? And I, you know, let me apologize ahead of time for all of the women on the planet whose lives I have thought would somehow be better from my wisdom. Because <laughs> I know that once in a while that's true, but mostly it's just fluff. <laughs> and so my urge was just to rush in and say, well, have you thought about this? And here's the way you could make money and you could get a part-time job. And she looked at me in the eyes and she said, I'm 67 years old. There's no way I'm going to get a part-time job. And I realized this was a little deeper even than just the idea of social security. She was, if, if, if you'll allow the idea, worshiping at the altar of old age. She was worshiping at the altar of social security. She was seeing that all of the good she would be able to have in life was based on that one source of income, that one style of living, that one way of being. And I thought this, well, A, this is sad, but I thought even there's some irony here. Now, picture this, this vibrant woman, right? She's already got herself somehow in her mind riding a donkey, up the trails, right, towards Machu Picchu. That she can imagine. She can imagine eating the crazy food that won't be anything like what we would eat here in America. She's imagining herself sleeping in a tent and doing all the travel to get here. Things, you know, incredible things, things that I have trouble imagining. Can she imagine herself getting a part-time job? Right? Do you see the irony here? This is what happens when we worship 
at a God other than the big God, the one God, the all-inclusive God. In that God, every dream is possible. In that God, there is a, a source of income for any need that is, exists on the planet. In that God, all is possible. I want to use one more example. Another friend of mine, an acquaintance really, is finding himself single after many years of marriage and after about, a, well, probably almost a couple years of mourning the loss of his wife, he's decided, well, maybe he could start dating again, but the thought of dating is just like a nightmare. And... Um, so we were talking about it a little bit, and he said, oh, modern dating. He said, just filling out a Match.com profile is enough to send you, you know, <laughs> to send you to your doom. And he was wondering what sort of picture he should put. <laughs> Some of you are nodding. All right. And he's like, what sort of, it's like, I don't want it not to look like me, but I also want it to be something that would attract her. <laughs> and he was saying, and how do I answer all the darn questions, right? It's like, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I've had experiences that I haven't, but it's like, how do I say it in just the right way so that the right woman might be interested in me? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's praying to the God of Match.com, <laughs> right? Right? It's as though, unless I do all of these things, just, right, the Ten Commandments of Match.com, or what, you know, it's like the photo has to make you look, you know, no older than 45, and, you know, and on and on. But I'm here to tell you, in God's vision, we are eternal, we're always sexy. There is always that chance and that picture of love out there for us. It is only when we begin worshiping at these smaller altars. It is only when we begin putting our faith in something created by humans that we begin losing the potential for whatever's on our bucket list. So today my question for you, as you begin thinking, what kind of a blessing you would like? Because we're actually going to do a blessing ceremony allowing each one of you to come forward and, uh, and star. And Nancy and I are, are, are going to do a little anointing of uh, what it is your newness, what resurrection you want to have in you. But I want to give you a couple guidelines for this, and I think it will go very powerfully for you. One is make sure it's something that you outrageously want, right? Not just, uh, not just planting the same seeds as last year. Not, not just wanting a, a better go at something that you already kind of don't like all that well. Do you know what I mean? Let's not just incrementally improve something so that you hate it less. <laughs> and enough of you are nodding that you know exactly what I mean, right? Let's not go from intolerable to barely tolerable. <laughs> Let us seize a dream in our heart and our mind, whether it's Machu Picchu, whether it's a new love, whether it's the most fabulous kind of employment, whether it's complete financial freedom. Let us seize upon something in our imagination, in our heart, that perhaps only God could figure out how it would happen. Because if it's something that you can figure out how it would happen, well, why ain't you got it already? Right? Why, why are you messing with us? If you already know how you can get it, let's choose something that only the divine can bring us. Whether it's the love of a lifetime, the, the, the trip of all trips, 
whether it's a, a fabulous car, honestly, use your imagination. And then the second piece of this is, I want you to give up those other altars that we worship at. If it's wholeness that you want, let's not think that wholeness just comes from patent medicine and a doctor. If it's love that you want, let's not assume it's got to follow the dictates of Match.com or an introduction service. If it's financial freedom to you, that you want, well, certainly your social security check can be a part of it, but let us know that financial freedom in its entirety is bigger than the banks. It's bigger than social security. It's bigger than your job. Financial freedom in its, in its essence is something that only God provides. So dream big and know that you don't have to know the answer. That God is here to say yes. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and to make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at www.pcsl.us donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.